Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Monday, July 3rd in the year 2023, the day before the great, amazing barbecue day of the entire year. I think that's what really 4th of July is. It's all barbecue day. Barbecue day. Hope you're all going to plan on some good stuff. We're going to do some barbecue. That's the best thing, though, is you got to do charcoal and wood if you're going to do barbecue. Anyway, Patriots, to start out with today, in just kind of the general sense of what 4th of July time is about, let's talk some, like, gun stuff. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable, crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS plus free shipping when you go to iTargetPro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I targetpro.com itargetpro.com offer code is bards offer code is bards the most famous offer code on the web i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure of that patriots there's some crazy stuff going on if you didn't figure that out because we're living in the world of the insane i got a couple things just to like bring your way let's talk let's start talking about the thing that's not happening that would be called uh france nobody knows about france but let's let's talk about france Scott Russell, just wanted to put in a quick little word about France. It's horrible what's happening there, off the charts bad. But I think it's really important that we don't get sucked into more of the drama of that. And these men that are manipulating the world are prepared to do anything. They will go to any lengths to do what they need to do. And what better than to put a country into chaos to bring about changes it needs to bring about. I almost bet that while France's in chaos, everyday people are being um, hurt, their livelihoods are being destroyed. We're going to find these globalists in the background enacting laws, changing things. Um, wouldn't surprise me if we end up seeing the army on the streets if things keep going the way they're going, because they want to exercise the power. They, they know what's coming. They know that currency collapse is coming. And I'm, I'm reminding you, being a voice to remind you, normal is not returning. Normal is not returning. If you think you are going to have a normal life the way you had it, you've completely missed it. Normal is not returning. There are so many things going on in the background. <clears throat> the US currency, they are working their hardest to collapse that. And I still think that by the end of this year, or, you know, before the US uh, elections there, presidential elections, which are November 2024, we are going to see the US currency either collapse or be in a serious trouble here. I, I think collapse personally. They will bring about a CBDC. It's part of the plan. So be prepared. 
We say that all the time. Be prepared. This is like Boy Scout motto, but it's time to live it because there's things are getting a little dicey, a little crazy. So in the honor of that, make sure you're stocked up on food. Patriots, you've seen the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. We've seen supply chains break down, food processing plants burn. We've seen animals cold because of so-called viruses. The reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Imagine a moment in the future where grocery stores could be empty, roads closed, and trucks won't be able to make deliveries. When that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply the nation's largest preparedness company. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. Having these kits means your family will stay fed while others stand in food lines. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go to preparewithbards.com. You'll get fast and free shipping too. Preparewithbards.com. Do this today. You won't regret it. Preparewithbards.com. All right, Patriots, so tonight's show, you're not going to want to miss. We're going to do the review of the movie Sound of Freedom, which I'm going to right after this show today. I'm going to Sound of Freedom, and guess who else is going at the same time in a different part of the country? Is Lieutenant Colonel Retired Pete Chambers, and so he and I are going to get on the show tonight, and we're going to do a movie review. So that means you want to be here at Bards FM tonight. That's what that means. That's awesome. Now, if you didn't know this, Boston University has become highly concerned about the health, mental health of their students following the Supreme Court decisions. So they've opened up mental health counseling. Hey, what's up, America? So students at Boston University are now being urged to seek mental health at the college. They're opening up wellness centers for some of the Supreme Court decisions that have just taken place last week. That's right. According to Boston University, some of the students are feeling triggered by the Supreme Court decisions and a lot of their race-based language that's been used recently. And so now they need to go to wellness centers that are being opened up for mental health because they just can't take the changes. The university states that as they're navigating through these tough times mentally some students are just becoming triggered by these decisions and they might need to talk to somebody about the loss of their freedom and the america they may know man who would have thought people are so soft that the will of the people is enough to trigger mental illness in folks but apparently that's what's happening at boston university anyway i guess i need a safe space now huh? yep i all need a safe space because the the Supreme Court decisions that freed up America, crushed, you, crushed some of the corporate attempts at racism, took away the ability to hire by race, and said now that if you don't want to do work for or bake a cake for someone who's a pedophile or part of the pedophile community, you now have the legal right. Those are pretty good. That's some pretty good wins over the weekend. I'll take those. So no more do you have to worry about opening a bakery and knowing that if a pedophile comes through the door, you're going to have to bake a cake for him. That's the best part right there, the whole thing around it. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we're here today humbled before you, brought together as you do and as you have led, a fellowship that literally extends the globe, and we're grateful. 
And so, Father, we begin our prayer today just for a nation that is continuing to struggle with truth, a nation that is lost deeply in a matrix of lies that continues to struggle with where to go and what to do. Fortunately, Father, we do have an emerging awakening, but so many people are doing so without an anchor in faith. So we begin our prayer today just for an, an experience, a prayer, prayer for an experience that will start to turn people's eyes to an understanding of the balance in the world, meaning who truly runs the world versus who they think runs the world. So many people, Father, are just wandering, and the truth is standing there before them, staring them in the face. We have the World Economic Forum proclaiming that they're going to rewrite the Bible, and no one's asking the most obvious question. If the Bible is fiction, then why rewrite it? Which we know it's not. But those even in, in, the, in the world of agnostic belief or atheists or even those out here wandering around in their belief of Satanism can't seem to understand the true power of the living word and the living God. So, Father, we do pray mercy for this nation. We pray mercy and hope that this nation can start to wake up and truly put its feet on that rock of faith and eyes to you, through Jesus to you, Father. But, Father, we also have a very specific prayer today, and it's a, it's a prayer for a friend of Colonel Pete Chambers, a young man who has become, who has become sick with meningitis. And so, Father, we pray with the authorities given to us by Jesus himself. We pray for miraculous and spontaneous healing of this young man, that his whole body will be filled truly with the Holy Spirit, that any of the influences of the demonic that are around him will be rebuked, and we truly pray that this feeling of the Holy Spirit will just cleanse his body and take away any of that illness that's there. Father, we know so much of this is always hinged on the corruption in the spirit that manifests in the physical. So we pray for healing for this young man, a tremendous, powerful healing, a healing of restoration, a healing of, of mightiness in the, in the soul and the spirit for him to now rebound quickly to leave the doctors stunned and amazed. And may he have great strength as he steps in with an understanding of where that healing came from. And in so doing, just magnify his faith and his pursuit of faith in everything that he does. Father, we just continue to pray for the awakening of hearts of people that are coming to this fight, that are starting to see the truth. And so we put a prayer of blessing around and over this film, the sound of freedom. Father, there's a lot of chatter about this being done by people that are corrupted by the cabal and there's people, there's questions about people even who the story is about with their involvement with other agencies and so forth. Father, our prayer today is that this film, it doesn't matter. All those things are just cast aside, any of those connections broken, and that the truth of the film, that center point truth, what it's just showing is this massive and horrific system of child sex trafficking begins to be revealed and people's eyes begin to be opened. And we truly pray for the powerful voices that are in there, that are speaking truth to power, that are opening people's eyes. We, we pray for Jim Caviezel and thank you for all the work that he's done on this and the pursuit of truth and the speaking of truth into, into the world and hope that this voice, his voice and the experience that he portrays in the film will continue to shake people from their deep slumber to realize the true center of power that these people in power truly leverage and use. It is the children. And as the words given to me by yourself, Father, this is last weekend, whomever controls the children controls the world. 
And if we truly want to be free, we must free your children. So, Father, may this be a turning point, a point in time where this pivot happens in such a way that people begin to open their eyes, start to see the truth, pay attention to their local communities, start digging into asking the hard questions, making plans to, to organize community members to get involved. Most importantly, Father, it's the importance of building the safe spaces where these children can come to, be healed, and be restored as you have placed before me as a commission. So, Father, we thank you for that guidance and that direction, the wisdom placed upon us. We continue to pray for the inspiration and the many hearts that are praying into this and the, to energize the resources needed to mobilize truly an army of people that will need to solve this problem. And for the children that are being victimized, Father, we, just, we pray for a hedge of protection around each one. And not only that, but a strengthening in their heart. And Jesus, if you can make your presence known to each one, to know that there are prayers out here for them, that there are people mobilizing to do what governments aren't doing, to do what corporations aren't doing. Worse, well, to get rid of these governments and these agents and these pri private profiteers that are truly involved in the process, whether it's the financiers, whether it's the traffickers, whether it's the mules, whether it's the photographers that are exploiting them or the people that are taking advantage of this delivery of either real abusive rape or using the, in, engaging with them online, may they all now start to face an exposure and truth to such a degree that we start to understand the true sense of what this problem is. So, Father, we, we pray at this moment in time, finally, with an opening of the hearts of men, that this is an hour and a time when they must seek repentance in Christ for the sins that they have done. We know that child pornography is the biggest consumer of child pornography is in the States. And it's a dark statement towards the moral position of a nation, a nation now that has become essentially morally bankrupt. So we pray for this, the repentance of the men primarily, but the women as well, since that's one of the most growing markets to lean in, to pray in, to seek forgiveness, and to truly be honest in the world and get rid of this, get rid of the customers of the product that these evil hands are, are offering. In these hours, Father, this is a time when the nation is going to have to be shaken. The world must be shaken and shaken awake in powerful ways to make them realize truly where the real problem is. And as much as we want to point our fingers at the institutions that are protecting the traffickers, the hardest finger to point is at ourselves, knowing that as societies, we are the consumers of this horrific good that they are offering. And it's because of that 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 trade even continues. So in these, this time, Father, we pray for a mass repentance and awakening of the hearts of people that are consuming this garbage, that are involved in this horrific crime, to step back, to seek forgiveness for their sins, and to truly now be accountable for what they have done, and in so doing, start to take away the very motive of why these traffickers and financiers are doing this, which is money. Remove the money, collapse the empire. Guide us and protect us, Father, in these times, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm going to tell you, unless we can get rid of the consumer, we're not going to solve the problem, and we have to... We have to heal the children, not just save them. They have to be healed and restored, and we have to stop the consumer of this garbage 
Otherwise, we're going to be in real, real bad shape. Now, retired Colonel Douglas of the U.S. Army has some things to say about our economy and where we're going, and I think he's on point. And all of this is going to lead to more chaos. And when you get more chaos, you get more exploiters of the moment. Remember, like every earthquake is when the child sex traffickers step in and do do their best business because things are turned upside down. And we're headed into something here. You're absolutely right. I don't think we'll ever get to the 2024 election. I think things are going to implode in Washington before then. I think our economic financial condition is fragile. It's going to come home to roost in ugly ways. I, I will tell you, I don't know exactly how it will happen. I think we're going to end up in a situation where we find out the banks are closed for two or three weeks and nobody can get into them. You think so? I think we're going to run into something like that, yeah. I also think that the levels of violence and criminality in our cities is so high that it's going to spill over into other places in society. People that normally think they can live remote from the problem are now beginning to be touched by the problem. Then I look at this thing in Ukraine. I think Ukraine is going to lose catastrophically. It's going to be a complete collapse. And that, too, is going to have an effect here at home because people are going to say, well, wait a minute. Everybody told us Ukraine was winning. Everybody told us X, Y, and Z. I mean, sort of the the Russian hoax on steroids. All of those things are going to come together or converge in some way that's going to prevent us from reaching, you know, the status quo, oh, another election, oh, another set of campaigns, and so forth. Yep, that's where we're headed, and it's going to be rough and bumpy ahead. So make sure you're constantly vigilant about preparations, vigilant about your environment, vigilant about your community. Things are happening, and a lot of things are happening. Now, here's an interesting argument, and it's a case, actually, that of that relates to abortion. And I, I love what this, this thing does. It completely turns the entire right-to-life argument on its head from the perspective of men. You ever heard the name Scott Peterson? So it's one of the most infamous double homicide cases in California. 20 years ago, Scott Peterson murdered his pregnant wife, Lacey, and she was in the third trimester. The California court charges Scott Peterson with two counts of murder, the baby and his wife. Now, so here's a question. I want you to chew on this one. Why was it wrong for Scott Peterson to murder his unborn child, but would have been perfectly fine had Lacey, his wife, wanted to? Chew on that one, huh? That's because our right to life springs from the fact that we're human beings, not on whether we were wanted or not. Lacey might have wanted her child, but if Scott Peterson says, I don't want that child, and he kills it, the court still said that was wrong because Lacey wanted the the child. And so now we're going down the road of, of human value being think, being dependent on whether we're wanted or not. So do you think, you think a man should be able to decide that? Decide what? Like, I think a man should be able to protect his own children even if they're pre-born. Currently, in a state where abortion is, is legal, which is many of American states today unfortunately still, if you did impregnate a woman and she wanted an abortion and you wanted to protect that child, if you were in California or Virginia 
or New York, uh, you would have no legal right to protect that child. That's a little bit crazy. That's a little bit crazy. Well, before Roe v. Wade, right, that was overturned last year, before Roe v. Wade, that was true in all 50 states. If you said, yo, it takes two to tango, that's actually my son or daughter, and, and I didn't rape her, and we had consensual sex, and I have just as much of a claim to protect that child as she does, the court would laugh you. In fact, men have actually tried filing lawsuits over the last 50 years. Um, for parental protection claims to the child they helped create, and it's never been taken up by a court for 50 years under Roe v. Wade because the court said, her body, her choice, even if you had consensual sex and you're the father of that child, it doesn't matter, sit down and shut up, her body, her choice. So fathers have been losing their children for decades and being told to sit down by the culture in the court and that they don't have the legal right to protect their own child. That's uh, Seth.Gruber on TikTok, dead on, and just such a good perspective there that men get involved. Same thing, you know? I mean, that's literally it. They've made everything about a notional, emotional perspective on whether the child is wanted. And that ripple effect goes across everything. You know, I've said this already. I said this last night, but it's true. I mean, everybody, we're going to see this film today with Jim Caviezel, and I, I respect it for everything it is. But that's kind of like the high-speed stuff that gets everybody's attention. If they did a movie on the the slow healing and restoration of a child, I don't think anybody would show up because it's not exciting. You're not kicking in doors. You're not doing the, the you're not getting the bad guys. But the real work is in the restoration and the healing. The real work of parenting isn't about the, you know, obviously, the, like, oh, I, I made a mistake. I'm going to go get aborted. Well, you should have thought about that before you got naked and jumped in it together, you know? And, you know, it's like the whole burden and onus of whether a child is wanted in this world falls upon the mother, but it takes two to tango. There's just no other way about it. It's same as with divorce. It's same with them so many things. We always like to point the finger at one or the other. This is not a simple world of black and white. Things don't work that cleanly. Be nice if they did, maybe. But we're human, and so there's always involvement, you know? I've, that's just, we have to start understanding that when we start to point the finger, I mean, it's the same thing as God said, you know, put a stick in one person's eye, put a log in your own or however that goes, you know, and this is, this is the point is that we have to be very careful as if we're pointing our finger out, remembering there's three more pointing back at us. And we, as we hold that line and start to realize where we are, remembering something that's very important. God is wanting as his children to come home. You ever question that? Jeffrey Dahmer accepted Christ. Now, when he gets to heaven, it doesn't mean there isn't going to be consequences for the work that he's done. I mean, he might end up being back at the, in the peanut gallery cleaning toilets for eternity. But God will forgive. That was the point of Jesus forgiving. There is such a thing as pure evil, and that has to be handled. But there's also a tremendous number of victims out here that are walking under the umbrella and spell of evil. And we have to separate those out. And the only way that's going to happen is us engaging them, praying with them, working with them. That's part of creating the healing and restoration networks for children. You know, they, these are burdensome issues. And if children aren't given that opportunity, they're not going to grow up to be strong. They can end up right into the criminal system. We don't need to be feeding that. Our world is built on a punitive criminal model, which is right out of the Luciferian playbook. It is not built on a restorative criminal model. Forgiving, but forgiving through a process of rebuilding yourself, which is so important. 
So we have an opportunity in these in these moments of chaos when things seem to like they're out of control, the world's getting too crazy. We're not going back to the way it was. We don't want to. I think that's the biggest thing. Who wants to go back to that muckery, that lies? Once your eyes are opened, you can never stop seeing what you see. But what we do have is an opportunity to step off into something new and great, to put our loyalties, our faith, our, our prayers into what is appropriate, which is in our Father. Let him guide us into something that's greater than we've ever imagined. And that's going to be centered on a key thing, a forgiving and loving heart. Well, patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Movie review of the movie whatever that is, Jim Caviezel's film. We're going to see that, and we'll talk about that tonight. And I'll have Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers on with me to discuss the film, Sound of Freedom. There you go. All right, until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest to wait, but this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.